The Hard Shoulder. With Nissan. Number one for petrol in Ireland. Number one for electric. Nissan. Innovation that excites. This is News Talk. All right. Well, regular listeners will know we complete uh, our output on the hard shoulder with a thing called the final furlong, which will go till seven o'clock. And we uh, get three uh, sorted victims into... be teased by me. and Exactly. So I don't know whether to call Senator David uh, Norris a national treasure, a national relic or a national fossil, but he's most welcome. Um, Fossil is fine by me. Ari McCann, who's the last of generation, they've forgotten the letter, uh, who's the founder of Trendsetter.ie and Barbara Scully, who I normally call a cat lady, but she is a broadcaster and journalist and she's looking resplendent so, um, and she's wearing the most beautiful rings. Oh, right, that's stunning. But she has, she has, a, she has a high maintenance husband. So, uh, who I happen to know, a great photographer. Tell me this, uh, Harry. What are you doing for the summer? Are you on these kind of layabout, uh, like off university UCC? What are you doing, selling yourself? Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I'm not sitting at home. You'd be glad to hear, contributing to society. So, oh. I'm, I'm interning at Vodafone Ireland this summer. Okay. Um, yeah, given the what does that involve? Um, Making I'm, the coffee? No, no, I mean consumer branding. So I'm okay. looking at the Outwards <laughs> brand. fantastic. It, it's as if Vodafone never heard of consumer branding. It's, it's absolutely. It's it's brilliant. It's good fun. So you're far. learning lots, enjoying it, learning uh, lots. Barbara, um, you you usually we talk about national events here. People are promoting their gigs. You probably have some relative <laughs> coming home, <laughs> daughter or something. I'm preparing for another homecoming. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I okay. Am indeed. And David, what's happening with you? Well, last what trouble night- are you causing now? Well, I tell you, last night um, the um, uh, City Council unveiled a plaque at the Hirschfeld Centre, which I started in Was this a plaque of you? No, it's just a plaque that says this was the first gay community centre in Ireland. Yes, I know that. We've discussed the history of it. Yeah, it was, it was terrific. And the Lord Mayor unveiled it. And, and we're uh, going to have pride. It's going on all. Going like it used to be pride. one day, now it goes on for weeks, does it? Well, as, as you know, I've told you this story many times. I've been on the first march, there were seven of us. Last year, there were 75,000. I mean, it's a right. huge change. And the letterboxes are all, be, some of them well, uh, are being painted rainbow. That's right, Garter I saw that. Cars yes. are coming out in rainbow colours. Yes, and. It's absolutely wonderful. Well, it's the only bandwagon I haven't jumped on now there's 75,000 people but you're wearing a lovely pride t-shirt today I am believe. I am I I wish yes indeed uh, alright let's talk about our first topic um, and this is an interesting one got a huge reaction to it during the week according to scientists wearing outdoor shoes in the home could actually reduce the risk of childhood asthma the idea is that you bring some outdoor bacteria on your feet and then the kids develop an immunity to it but that got us talking about when I was in Canada, I could not believe in Montreal and Vancouver and in, in Toronto, absolutely, you had to take off your shoes in everyone's private house. So I put this out. What is this? Is it? Is it? And people said that they had Indian relatives, Thai relatives, Jap- Japanese, uh, and they all had this tradition. Is it? Would you take your shoes off ever? No. No. Oh, unless I was, if I was asked, I would. Yes, yes. if I was asked politely. Um, but you'd never insist on sure guests, your mansion, your Georgian mansion. No? What I do is I ensure if it's a wet day, I make them uh, brush their feet on the mat at the front door. 
Uh, because it's amazing. Some people are very sloppy. They just come in. Oh, that's perfectly reasonable. The stuff. But are you, are you, you're, you're a much travelled man. There's yes. no junket you haven't been on as a senator for many years. You so, must uh, be joking. I, I Davis, never want to on a junket. <laughs> this is funny Friday, <laughs> Mr. Yates. So You'd want to watch this. Three of us. There's only uh, okay, one of you. Well, we'll my, take my, you my, on, my, me boy. My question is this, David. Yes. What is your experience of taking off shoes globally? None, no. You I've never, I've came never been to Japan. Japan no? I've never, well, I've never been to Japan. Right, because no. they have funny toilets, holes in, holes in. Oh, the... they have that in France too. Oh, it's but it's supposed to be the Squatting. best position. Is it for your bowel? Yes, it is. Is it? It helps you to omit <laughs> the turd with maximum efficiency. Wow. Oh my God, this is this, turned this, this yeah. is, interesting. This, this, this and wait till we get on to dog dirt. <laughs> okay, what's your take on this, Barbara? Should one take off one's? Uh, and should you provide guest slippers? Um, if that's what you want to do, I think yeah. I think I think what you do in your own home and what you ask visitors to your home to do is your own business. Uh, personally, as soon as I go in, as I go in home, whether it's winter or summer, I remove my shoes in oh, your own house. Yeah, only because I hate wearing shoes. And in the summer, I prefer to be barefoot. And in the winter, I prefer to be like in nice cozy slippers. Right. Um, and and in fact, most of the family, with the exception of my husband, who's very hard to train, but most of the rest of them do. And we have a shoe rack in the hall. But your husband's not house there. trained yet. Um, and how many years? Are you married? Okay. Twenty-three. Yeah. Um, but but I do it for comfort. Well, um, we but see some people said they did it in Canada because of the snow and so on. That you know you just needed different outdoor shoes, and that was how it started. I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah. Well, maybe. But there's also I know in Eastern traditions there's a thing about the lower energies. You know what I mean? And so you'd be bringing in the lower energies on your on your feet because shoes are by their well, nature. Well, in Canada dirty. they wear galoshes. Come you know, on. so you take the galoshes off. But I tell you this, you want to make sure they have the well-washed feet. I remember oh. in the well-known Hirschfeld yeah. Centre, I went in one day, there was a young lad behind the, 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 the coat rack and so on. And I said, do you get the most frightful oh, pong in here? I, oh, oh, yeah, he said, I do get something. All right. oh, I said, I think there's a dead rat in here. And somebody came in and they went, and pointed at his feet. The socks. It was his feet that were broadcasting. Oh, no. Just be careful, right But coming back to what they said in this report, yes. that, that it was a child, that the link with childhood asthma, um, I think we do live in overly sterile environments. And I do, I, I mean, if you have animals, as I do, as you know, yes, cats. Of them who, and dog, um, they you're never going to have. No, they do not, Ivan. Disgusting. They do not. Your dog is toilet trained and cats don't well, do like that kind of stuff. Okay. No, he's, I've trained him cats, out of that one. Cats, cats don't What The point have I'm trying to make yeah. is that you will have dirty floors anyway and you will have germs in the house, which I think is healthy. Not to cats speak do. cat fair. My, I, I had a lovely cat cats. I gave to my aunt and um, uh, I, I had it at home in Georgia Street, but I used to go abroad and I made, arranged for it to be looked after and it used to come down the stairs with his tail up and wriggling and it would snarl at me and then it would run upstairs and piss on my bed. That's because it was unhappy. Sure, if was, they piss yes. on your bed, that is because there is a problem. Right. Of course it was unhappy. Yeah, was unhappy. I was sorry for it, so I gave it to my aunt. Oh. Right. And they had a wonderful relationship. And you didn't piss aunt. on your aunt's bed, I bet. Harry, <laughs> Harry, have you ever been asked to take off your shoes? This is the only garment you keep on some Friday nights. Carry oh. on, yes. <laughs> uh, well... I don't know. The only time I can remember, I was in Thailand last summer. I was saying, and and when Thailand? we walked in, yeah. that's where the sex tourism is. And, and, and now we were visiting temple actually, and we walked into the temple, <laughs> and he told us to take your course. shoes off. My in the mistake. Temple. But my bad. No, other than that, I'd wear shoes like around my apartment. So like I live in student accommodation, so you, you wouldn't dare walk around your feet. To be honest, you'd stick to the floor, or get cut <laughs> by a piece of bottle that was lost from last night. But um, no, generally I keep my shoes on. I don't want to smell people's feet. 
Um, right. You know, no, because now we're speaking. Uh, speaking of, of of that stuff, the last time you were on, your poor granny had to turn off the radio. You were talking about your porn habits. Yeah, uh, we were talking, yeah. Like I don't feel like we have to come back to this every time. You know, I'm. I'm I know what you're yeah. going to say. Actually, Harry blushes like she, no you know, one else. She had to like, turn off the radio because of the smell of his feet. Yeah. You know, across the people, people are driving home. They don't need to know about this stuff. You know, at the end of the day, my poor grandmother's listening again, and now she's going to be mortified. You know. Okay. What's her name? Uh, Mary Malone. Okay. Not a Mary. Good luck. Well, you're very lucky to have a granny. Let's I, I had well a granny and uh, she lasted until I was 11 and I absolutely adored her and I was desolate when, when she died. And for years I couldn't bear to hear the hymns that they sang at her funeral. My God. Oh, God. My God. Oh, That's a nice tribute. All right, okay, yeah. let's move on to dog dirt. Uh, an issue <laughs> we discussed during the week. According to research from Maxi Zoo, Ireland is facing a very serious dog fouling issue. Well, what's new, you may say? Well, uh, basically, it's a health concern. It's a nuisance. We know about prams, buggies, wheelchairs. And apparently, during the local elections, candidates on the doorsteps found it was one of the most prevalent issues raised. Harry, what are we going to do about this? I, I don't know, to be honest. Um, I, yeah, look, I don't see it being a big issue. Like, I, don't, I don't walk by dog pee very regularly. Um, there's nothing worse than stepping in it and, you know, you have a nice pair of white runners on. And, yeah, it's, it's very bad. I have a dog. So you, you feel it's kind of buyer beware that you should be nimble enough to get out of the way of the dog poop? I don't see that much of it. Like, I feel like, I feel like if that's the only thing being complained about at doorsteps, then we must be doing fairly well as I a country. Yeah. I just... I, well, do I don't agree. Oh, but like, we'll just, come to you in a moment, like, David. But, uh, generally, like, I don't know, maybe it's just people aren't concerned with the big issues. Well, but, sorry, when you go out, would you ever walk your dog? Oh, yeah, we do. Like, we pick up the, the dog poo, like most people would. I don't, like... Do you bring a bag every time, Yeah, like, there's a little thing you can hang from the lead, and, you know, there's bags in it. People but you would always bring one. Yeah, and people say they're embarrassed, and I can understand that as well. But to be honest, if you're that concerned about peop- what people think of you picking up your dog poo, then there's, there's bigger issues uh, well, surely it's about. more embarrassing not picking it up. Yeah, like I'd be mortified if I seen somebody do it. And but, you know, if you're looking at somebody and you walk by them and the dog's taking a, a, a crap on the sidewalk, you know, yeah, you keep. And you say, you say, you. what no. if you what if you are visually impaired? But like, I don't see enough. Like tough. I, I, I can, he's visually I, impaired. I, I'm not tough. visually impaired, and I don't see dog poo. I I can't remember the last time I've seen dog poo and gone, oh, I need to swerve away from that ever. Right, I it happened to me last Sunday. I I was walking along, I was going up to Glastool, and some poor tourist in front of me, uh, oh, let out a shriek. He was coming towards me, and he looked on his foot, and then he told the people behind, just be careful of that, and it was disgusting. You'd be no, I agree. Part. I mean, I have a dog, and I think I, I'm all for. Well, you a dog as well as cat. Yes, 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 Dylan, the dog. And uh, the son I never had, according to my husband. Um, yeah, baby substitute. I always yeah, say um, but I, he's a dog. I don't call him my furry baby or anything. He's a dog. Okay. And uh, but no, if you're going to have a dog, uh, part of the the deal is, uh, along with a whole load of other responsibilities, is you have to pick up the poo. However, I will say that we do not have enough bins. Yeah. In Dublin, for can you not put it's it not in the regular bin? Yeah, but you have to walk. If you go for a walk with your dog, you have to, and you pick up his dog poo, and it's in a plastic bag that you're then wearing like a bracelet around your wrist, and it goes backwards and forwards as you're walking along, and there's no bin. There should be far more bins 
Uh, I in, think there should be enforcement I'm about of serp- people. Who, 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 but most who, people know. do. I think that, I mean, yeah, I don't believe do. this was an issue that came up on the doorsteps. We've so much nonsense going I on in this country. Believe that it is I don't believe I, it is. Okay. But I do believe that people should pick up. I do believe it's a health hazard. I do believe it's up to you to pick up after your dog. But I would like to see more, envi- less plastic. Um, now, I know there are biodegradable bags that you can get, but they're hard to get. You have to go to a pet store or a special store usually. Yeah. So I'd like supermarkets to, to have, have the, more the dog biodegradable okay. bags because picking it up in plastic and it goes in your black bin and it goes to landfill that's not great either David where do you stand do you have a dog I don't have a the dog the cat left uh, right. the cat left and I don't and have a dog I had, I had a little Jack Russell for about a month but it, it was it, it was so excitable when I came back from Trinity and I didn't like leaving it on own so I gave it down to a friend who had a farm in Waterford and he lived happily there for 40 years but I tell you one thing I do 40 not 40 years for, sorry, 20 years. That was one hell of a dog. dog yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bionic anyway, dog. Um, uh, I, don't dog believe, I, I don't believe the survey that you sent us no. where, where it said that 1% of people don't pick it up. You must be joking. Um, the, a lot of people don't pick it up. I'd say the majority of people don't. The majority of people don't pick it up. And the streets of Dublin are littered with dog crap. And Don Leary Pier is filthy with it. I yes, don't you're right. There are right on that, on yeah. Pier. Yeah. But you know what I don't understand? Because the other problem you have if you have a dog and, you ha- and you're lucky enough to have a garden is you've got to go out and take the dog poop at the garden every day as well which is another uh, issue but why doesn't some clever person develop some kind of environmentally friendly spray so that you could spray on the dog poo and it would just disappear uh, and will you go way out of that naturally yeah, 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 you're, the you're one of the people who believe in a technological <laughs> solution to the backstop we're going to draw breath at the moment because my final my final furlong panellists Harry McCann Barbara Scully and David Norris are staying with me, but now we must check in on the latest news headlines. Welcome back uh, to the hard shoulder and particularly the final furlong. With me today is the founder of Trendsetter.ie and an intern with a Vodafone for the summer and a UCC undergraduate, Harry McCann. Barbara Scully, broadcaster, journalist, cat and dog woman uh, and married to a great photographer. And Senator David Norris, who is already getting excited about the Pride Parade. When is it actually on? Um, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday. Okay, yes. okay, okay. We wish you well. And are you leading it? Are you kind well, of not a bit like of the, grand grand marshal, no, the Grand Marshal? The Grand Marshal. I was a Grand Marshal one year. Do they have a Grand Marshal? Oh, they do. Yes. Uh, and uh, this year it's will. It has somebody. to be male, does it? No, it doesn't. Oh. No, not at all. I have any interested. I, I was in a, 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 a Morris Minor with an open top and had a big rainbow umbrella and we got stuck on O'Connell Bridge and a sourpuss man with his wife in a trouser suit leaned into the car and said, Why aren't you wearing a skirt? And I said, I think, sir, that's a question you should more properly address to your wife who's wearing the trousers. Oh, you took offence, did you? You just No, I just laughed at him. I just (laughs) laughed at him. All right, all right. That is the life of David Norris. Uh, Now, we found a very interesting survey about Brits from Sainsbury. (laughs) Half of Britons socialise with family and friends once a month or less. So every four or five weeks, uh, they would actually, you know, maybe have dinner parties. It's not quite clear. This was all part of a well-being thing. And apparently, you know, if you have a great sex life, if you have quality sleep, if you have good relationships, it is actually better for you from a health point of view than anything else in terms 
terms of diet and so on. Um, Barbara, um, how, how often would you have, say, either your siblings? Now, I'm, we're not talking about your own kids insofar as your own kids, because you rear them and you have dinner with them every evening and you, you sleep with them and eat with them and all the rest of it. But say now either in-laws siblings, you know, I, I don't know if you're at the daughter-in-law phase or the, the grandparent phase, but in terms of those type of relatives, how often would you see them? Well, uh, in terms of in-laws and grandchildren, they're in Australia, so not half as much as I'd like to. So that's okay. that. But my girlfriends, and in my experience, um, most of my, my, my female friends would say exactly the same thing. My girlfriends are really, really, really important to me. I mean, my friends generally are, but my girlfriends, my old crew of girlfriends, school friends, yeah. really, really important to me. Um, and I have a core group that we that I would see kind of, if I don't see them once a month, I start to get antsy and I kind of know I haven't seen them. So we need to make we need to make a plan to see them. And then I have the other the group of there's about six of us who are in school together and we would make um, make it a priority to see each other maybe twice or three times a year. Right. Um, but I think friendships are really, really, really important. And I do think that nowadays our lives have become so busy and being busy is worshipped as this kind of thing that we all should be looking to achieve. You know, the busy you are, the more the more successful you are in life, like not just in your job or in your career, but in life. And I think that... It's total nonsense. Which is nonsense. Yeah, I totally exactly. agree and, and without... I mean, there is no point to life if you don't have Especially friends. Especially as you get older. You yeah. become a lot more appreciative of that. And you know, as you get older, the other thing that's really important, I think, is not just to have the friends that you've always had. You need yeah. to expand your circle of friends and you need to talk and hang out with younger people uh, and when, as well. When, when you say you'd have the girlfriends over, right? Let's say your closer group, yeah. more than the three times a year, the yeah. more regular one. Yeah. That, that is once a month, you'd say. Oh, right? God, yeah. Yes. We'd okay. meet for coffee no, no, or no, we'd so meet my, for lunch, que- yeah. my question is, uh, uh, would that be around, you'd play bridge? No, you'd no, go for, no. You'd go out to a pub or it'd be around a meal? It would that be you'd around exchange either, meals? depending on what our schedules are, it would either be a coffee in the morning, it would be a lunch, or it would be over a wine and, and, and something to eat in the evening. But it wouldn't be around a book club or a doing something right. or a playing Because Deirdre, Deirdre like has a, a bridge thing she goes to now and she has a poker thing back in Enniscorthy. Yeah. And they would do it every second Tuesday or something. Yeah. And they go to each other's houses and all that. And it's, but you know it them, yeah. it's an echo chamber of gossip. Yeah. Like all women's groups. See, they're that's, incredibly... really, that's really just kind of minimising um, no, no. how, how brilliant having friends are from a mental health perspective. It's not just gossip. We discuss ah. everything from politics, If Brexit, I want to know whose marriage is on kids, the rocks in Enniscorthy, I just, I just asked Deirdre, well, what's it tonight? And then she said, I can never remember. It drives me scatty. And then I, after, I heard so-and-so has no, left the wife and so talk... on. And they say, oh, yeah, I told you that weeks ago. I knew that. No, you didn't. for decades and, 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 and centuries because of patriarchy, women have come together and have spoken in a in a kind of I think in a really much more intimate way than men do because we've had to about all kinds of stuff. Now, those conversations right. are starting right. to move out of that, and their mental health really is the better of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, it's really important. But I think this survey is interesting because I think the the one theory about us being too busy to make time for friends is one thing, but I think the other thing that struck me was um, the fact that it was the baby boomers. And if I'm right on this, I'm a baby boomer, like the, the people 60s. born in the 60s. Yeah. yeah. So that they're 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 seeing their friends fell dramatically, and I wonder, does Brexit have a part to play in that? What do you think? Because I think that it. Why do you have to Trump. go and drag Brexit no, no, into everything? Just, just oh, listen no more for Friday fun. Just listen. I'm not talking about Brexit itself, but I'm talking about Brexit has been such a divisive thing in the UK, in the same way as Trump was in the United States. I think people then are sometimes afraid to meet their nearest and dearest hmm. and loved ones in case they discover that but you their don't politics. Have to talk about politics. Which they've, 
But that's why you might be resistant to kind of, you know, oh, I don't want to get into that. No, but if they're genuine friends. But see, David, where I want to go with this as well is... <laughs> that was just... You know, it's one yeah. thing. It's one <laughs> thing for a, a circle, circle so of friends, right? It's another thing, though, relatives and so on, because you pick your friends and you put up with your relatives. How often would you see some of your relatives? Do you have any siblings? Do you well, have well, any? My, my, my brother died uh, um, um, a couple of years ago. Well, do you have any re- living relatives? Oh, I do. I have a wonderful nephew and, and a lovely niece. Right. Uh, How often I'm... would you see them? Well, not all that often. Not all that often, no. You're a real gr- groucho Marx here. I well, mean, I'm, like... not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, no, do you socialise at all? I'm happy on my own. Not a great deal, no, I don't. And I'm perfectly happy. I'm what do you not make lonely. of this survey? What do you I make... mean, it's all balls. Oh, I mean, absolute balls. I mean, oh, these people go on farting around about, about wellness. And what are Sainsbury's doing with this anyway? What's their angle on? I don't know what they're at. You know, I think it's all rubbish. I'd say you get a cat, yeah. but we know how that went. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. No, no, no. <laughs> the dog no, didn't I work out either. The, 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 the sellers is my family. You know, oh, I would well, really miss that. Okay. I would, yes. So, no, no, but I enjoy hold, that. On, hold on a second, David. Like, there's a deeper point. It's not I'm going to be compelled to no, be social no, now. No, no, yes. no, no. And I meet people. Look, it takes me an hour to get home walking because of the people stopping me and saying hello no, no, and how are you no, and no, no this no, sort of stuff. No, no, no. It's great. So okay, they're no, all my no, no, pals. No, no. My, my question yeah. is this. And it's nothing to do with the survey. It's mm. just to do with you, right? And the yes. question is the this. The most important thing yes, in exactly, this conversation exactly. is me. Of course, of course. <laughs> so I would say what you've described is work colleagues who you may be friendly with in the Senate or people to do with your work. Yes. Or the Hirschfield Centre, that would be sort of, you know, a commitment and so on. But do, no, do I you don't have, have anything to do with Would I, you ever I, go to, for a pint with anyone? No. Right. Would you ever go no. for a cup of coffee with anyone? Not really, no. Right. Would you drop in on your neighbours? Because you mentioned your neighbours. You I do. Yeah. I do sometimes drop ah. in. I have very nice neighbours, John Aboud and John Hanley. Yeah, you've and, uh, and I had my wonderful neighbour, John Murren uh, um, um, Noonan, who is my barrister. Uh, she, but she's moved to Luxembourg. Her judge, you can her just imagine David's neighbours. Oh, God, it's who's at the door? David, bloody Norris, a blister is back. <laughs> that's, that's a bit, that's a bit harsh now, you know. David, you're more than welcome. You're more than welcome to come out now. I, I, we head to Dicey's on a Thursday night if you ever want to come along. You're, mel- you're, you're more, than much, to, yes. more than welcome to, more than welcome to a few shots. a different variety of two, two uh, euro pints. You'd be delighted. So, so, how often would you see now your aunties, your uncles, your friends, We're, apart from your drinking habits and your, well, your social habits? I see my family a lot, so like, I think we, I'd see my family once a week at least. Well, you're somebody. still dependent on your parents. Well, no, not even my parents, just my, my extended family, so aunties and uncles, my nanny, my granddad, yeah. Well, like, do you have a kind of family gathering like uh, uh, Barbara has on an almost quasi-organised basis? No, it's just that we see each other. We're just very close. We live in close proximity, so we see each other. Right. Um, we have oh, I, I've just remembered. I met two cousins. I met two cousins at Robert McCarthy, the former dean of St. Patrick's. He had a party. Yes. Uh, two days ago, and I'm well, delighted for you. Yes. I'm after it. I thought I'd better flag that. Okay. 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 Well, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. Norris meets cousins. <laughs> Stop <laughs> press. Irish Times headline tomorrow. <laughs> David but, okay. and Felicity okay. Fitzpatrick. I, I meet friends and family regularly enough. I was out last well, night. What, what, what do you think of this? Four or five weeks normal or for, for get-togethers? No, like I, I like think I do think some it's Christmas, Easter, and maybe yeah. one barbecue in the summer. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that's your three times a year thing. But like what you said, your family, you know, you have to like people to want to meet them. You don't always like the people 
And I'm not referring to my family in case any of them are listening. I love you all. I bet you are. No, I'm not. Go on, <laughs> tell us who ah, don't you like. <laughs> Yeah, what no, you, you said do. about your cousin Rachel <laughs> when we were off oh, microphone. Oh, oh God. me. You have to like your family as well. I don't, like, yeah. I think our, from my perspective anyway, our family is very close. We have a family group chat which is always like an buzzing away. See, now this yeah. there is the replacement for it. But this group chat. But this is Snapchat, is it? Or is no, it it's, it's WhatsApp? It's WhatsApp. WhatsApp and like, we have a family crew. It's, well, I don't have any of that either. And it's brilliant. And like, you know, we keep up with my cousins. It's so superficial and shallow. It's not. It's brilliant. You know, my little cousin won a football tournament the other day and there was a picture of photographs yeah and, what, but a photograph watch out for lunch but and all that but, kind of thing but great, then do you know what it keeps us connected and we talk all the time and I can't say their day goes by where I don't speak to my extended family in right. some shape or form what about right. you Mr Yates what about me I told you I, mean, my, I, I would try than... I would try every four weeks to get home to see my mother uh, and my but sister friends, and all that kind of friends, thing friends lads oh I have this I have an incredible ability People that I'm close to, I mightn't see them for a year. And ah, in the space of three a, hours and yeah. a few pints, I can absolutely, as if I would saw them yesterday. But you don't have a up. lad's crew that you hang out no, with I, I once a month or something. No, I deal on a basis. You don't have like a WhatsApp I have lots of places I go to meet, lots of different people, but it's always on a need-to-know basis that I deal with it on a one-to-one. <laughs> Nobody... Such sorry, the inner circle of trust. The lucky friends of Ivy The other thing, Ivan, is I'm out a lot speaking. Yes. Uh, at, at dinners, Just think launches, of the poor people have to listen to it. They love it. They <laughs> love David, it. They love David, it. the invite still stands. Dicey's next Thursday. We have a great old time. Oh, thank you very much. And bring yes. the cat and dog. All so right. the handsome so young man invites me out for a date. Yeah, Absolutely. there you go. Final topic. On Monday, the government published the Climate Action Pan. Well, we've dealt with that. But the, the question that was put, if you're so in love with public transport, why not have free public transport for everyone? Leaving aside the fact that, of course, free travel for the Crinkleys is out there, which is I shocking, shocking and disgraceful in terms Look, of they won't even pay anything. One euro. So, uh, 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 Barbara, what, what do you think of this? Because, I mean, this utopian solution before, I, I don't know what the public subsidy to a CIE is something like 600 million it's a lot of money and you know I get on trains and I, I think it's a great service our public transport both buses and trains particularly in our cities and you know what I think people should pay something towards it I don't mind subsidies but I certainly resent people getting it absolutely free so the idea that everyone get it for free to me is nonsensical yeah no I mean I, I'm not sure that it would be necessary to introduce uh, completely free public transport to everybody I do think we could be an awful lot I think it it, we, we, public transport obviously has to be very highly subsidised. Public transport also, I think we could be an awful lot more creative in the fare structures. In other words, I think it's only Lewis are offering free children during July. All kids can travel free on the Lewis during July. You get a free child if you no, travel you don't get on a free the child. <laughs> Children can travel free <laughs> on, the, no, on the Lewis. I don't think you want to be encouraging buggies and all that. I mean, it's <laughs> but complete No, but I think mayhem. there should be time zones and, you know, no, it should I be different, yeah. Yeah, different fares at different times to try and move people out of the commuter times. What I thought was hilarious in this, and I mean, there's so many holes in the government's climate strategy um, but the, the the fact that he said that he would, or Leo Varadkar said that he would be mindful of adding additional numbers to the public transport fleet uh, because it would cost hundreds of millions okay Grant 
Um, I wasn't sure if he was talking about millions of euros or millions of people, but at the moment in the suburbs, there is so much, and now you're going to go off like a rocket on this, just no, no, to control no, no, yourself no, no, for a minute. Just There's so much overdevelopment going on anywhere that's near uh, a, a QBC corridor. or a yeah. Dart or a Lewis. Like, really high-density development. Great thing, yeah. Our public transport is already already straining. But that's it the whole is, point of public transport, that you follow but, people into it. Yeah, but Ivan, and we, don't have, we don't have yes. enough. We don't have enough public... No, the Dart runs every 10 no, minutes. We don't but have enough it, public transport for the people we have at the moment. Isn't it instructive that you're quoting Leo Varadkar? Where's Mr. Ross? Oh, well, yeah, well... Where well, is Mr. Hello? <laughs> He's standing behind Katie Taylor in Dublin Airport. But uh, you said, uh, Ivan, that the D- Dublin transport was terrific. It is not the it's Dublin yes, public transport. It's they made bad. an enormous mistake in introducing the Lewis. I campaigned for 30 years to get them to put in an underground. It's the only thing that will resolve the situation. It'll, it'll free up the city streets. You won't have all these cabling everywhere and so on. And the but thing hold with, on a sec. Why should you get free transport? Because I'm old. He's That's why I get in here. I am. I'm fearing. Hold on a minute. You're saying countries. you're not old enough to retire. You work. You're one of these bed blockers in the Senate. You're hogging a job. And then you say, with the other hand, oh, I'm senile and I'm old and I need free transport. You don't need it's free transport. It's not because you're senile that you need free transport. It's, it's, it's given to me exactly. to pay tribute to no, my work exactly. of yeah. public service. No, no, no. Do you have no. one? You should have a leap card. And it's great value. I've never even seen one. No, they're absolutely but the underground was a real thing because with, with the with the I Lewis totally you cannot increase the length yeah, and you cannot increase the I frequency. Agree. With the underground you Absolutely. can do both, and they're going to inevitably to have to do it. I agree. It'll be agree twenty with you. thirty years. And I also late. think we should be looking. And I I speak as somebody who hates the underground because I'm completely claustrophobic and I hate travelling on an underground. Agreed. But we should also have an underground that that goes out of the city, out to the suburb well, areas where all of these things. Because a QBC will never be enough to take. Yeah. It doesn't take the yeah. capacity at the moment yeah. of people trying to get yeah, into the Harry, city. Harry, it's your generation. Yeah, look, I probably take more transport than all of you put together. I take no, I take public transport. No, I take more. Also. I guarantee you, I dart. use all of them. I use the Dart. I use the, the trains from Cork to Dublin. I use Dublin bus. We have awful public transportation. Dublin bus, you use the Dublin bus, I pay three euros each way, and I don't know why. It's always late, never arrives on time. The Lewis is okay, but it's far too slow, and it's far too irregular. So your generation is just parts. so ungrateful. No, do you know what it is? I He's hate right. paying just for a so poor service. He's He's right. so Irish Rail. Right. I've said on Irish Rail for Irish Rail is fantastic. There's only hours. one problem wrong with Irish Rail, and that is bad Wi-Fi. Nor two used to the be dri- driven no, around no, by no, drivers I, and taxis. I actually don't. I with my back, I actually use more public transport. Well, I use the Dart twice a day. I actually use the 46A I've, bus a lot. I, when I go into Wexford, I invariably go by train. So I, I won't take a lecture from you. I know the price of a return ticket is 35 the fact of the matter is, and it's it's two fifty for me to get in and out from Dunleary each way, and I think it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, two fifty with my leap card. Oh, with your with leap card. But you see, the problem is with the services; it's unreliable. You can't you can't rely on our the services. The dart is world class. It's it not comes every ten minutes. It is definitely not. If you think it's world class, you haven't been around the world much. Because well, can I, I guarantee say, it's not. There's world another class. aspect of this. I mean, Mr. Ross, Minister Ross, uh, emitted the following the other day. He said uh, he was determined to drive the car out of the city. Yes, that's fine. But what about the people who actually live in the cities? I have an old Jaguar car. It is absolutely magnificent. I had it reconditioned in Jaguar. I love it. But I only really use it once a week. Uh, you know, but I still have to pay nearly three grand in it's tax. Probably, uh, your carbon footprint is a horror story. Obviously. No, it isn't because I only use it one, <laughs> once a week. What they should, what, and I said to the minister during a budget debate a couple of years ago, they should put the tax on the petrol, the polluter 
pays, the more you drive, the well, more emissions you create. Well, that's what a carbon tax create. is. Well, it, but it isn't really. It's not specifically directed at the motoring car. And they should take the okay. tax off. Oh, okay, it's getting close to 7 o'clock. I need to go lie down really? in a darkened my room. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. My thanks to uh, my final furlong panellists, Harry McCann, founder of Trendsetter.ie, Barbara Scully, broadcaster and journalist and regular contributor here on News Talk, and Senator David Norris. Thank you, one and all. National um, Treasure, you forgot the National yeah. Treasure. <laughs> Senator David Norris, fossil. National Treasure. Okay. I thought I was a fossil. And that's your lot from the hard shoulder for this this week, my thanks to the entire production team, Ashling Moore, Alex Rosso, Roisin Davis and John O'Donovan. Off the ball is up next. I'll be back with you on Monday from 4pm. Have a great weekend and thank you for listening.